week on Adventures in Podcasting, I talk about my experiences on two film sets over the summer. Christian film sets, because she's a sellout. And we also talk about our new direction for this talk show. And we also talk about Kids Say the Darndest Things. Is it evil? Totally. But we'll find out this week on the show. Welcome back. So I'm in college now, but before that, I was homeschooled. Welcome back. So I guess we do. We have some homeschoolers here tonight, huh? Homeschoolers? Well, the names have all changed. You got the But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. You've got to be kidding. A man in Spanish look like I'm kidding. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back, Mr. Cotter. It's season two. We're back. We had <laughs> a great run last season of a, oh, yeah. a total of five episodes, mm-hmm. which I don't think I've even finished releasing as we record this. So nope. that's uh, that's great. Who needs them? Who needs them, right? Yep. We we are starting afresh. Not not really, but we are um, turning our back on our old everything selves. that we yep. ever thought. We're rever- we're atheists now. Yep. Um, Completely. Yeah. We just rejected monkeys God. Monkeys all the way. Yep. Love you, bros. Monkeys. <laughs> that was a leap. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, we're we're atheists. We uh, we yep yep yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we all knew it was coming. Yep. I got an abortion. Um, Maria literally <laughs> just wrote atheist on her Bible. Yes, I did. Yep. Just like <laughs> she reads it every day, but but as I long still as that wrote a- there, it's the atheist yep. Bible now. Atheist Bible. Uh, no, <laughs> we, uh, we decided after a meeting that we had um, that we needed to just basically uh, put a gun to the head of Spring Us because mm-hmm. that was who recorded the previous. We started in like February, yep. I think. Yeah, we both shed a little tear a couple. Yeah, years we were like so meeting. tragic, yeah. and then yep, we buried our old selves. We did. It was mm-hmm. it was dark. It was sad. It was. It really was. Um, yeah. yeah. On a but yeah, note. here we are now. Um, we wanted to make this season two because a it's been a while since we recorded, and uh, second of all, we second of Lee, we are trying some new things. Um, mm-hmm. New directions. Yeah, new directions. Yeah. Um, we're not going to focus so much. On, we're going to spend more time on topics. We're not going to mm-hmm. focus so much on, like, pieces of media. Right. Um, if there are pieces of media that we want to talk about, we'll definitely do that. But uh-huh. we just are focusing more on, like, general general areas of things that we're interested in. Yeah. Um, so we actually want to share with you a few of the things that we are going to talk about this this season. So yes. uh, cue the dramatic music. Uh, that's a uh, that's the drum roll, Lily. I still like it. Well, it, it's good. Let's just save it for when we when we need a drum roll. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Alrighty. when you tell us something important, like yeah. you're engaged or something. Yep. Or that I'm an atheist. Mm. Yeah. Well, we messed that one up. Yeah, we really missed the boat on that yep. one. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, cue the dramatic music. This season, we are going to talk about Christian media. A lot of Christian media. Good Christian media bad Christian media. Is there good Christian media? Mm -hmm. I don't know. And aren't we pulling out some 
who's a Christian in Hollywood type stuff. Oh, yes. That will be a segment that yeah. we will talk about later. We're going to talk about modesty culture mm-hmm. and some specific pieces of media relating to that. Yep. Also, we're going to examine homeschool stereotypes, something applicable to all of us. The Justice Kids. We've probably been there before. We sure have. On an episode that we deleted, we talked about that, that we never released. Yeah, that was a good call. Yeah. Yep. And we also, yes. All right. So we have an Area 51 <laughs> of our episodes. And yes. you will never see You'll them. You'll never see them. Sorry, hear them. Because I deleted them she did. forever. Hopefully. Yeah. Or she's going to blackmail me with them. That's actually, how'd you know that? Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, Spickable. Well, today, um, we just wanted to play catch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll just share in, uh, count me down, Lily, in uh, 20 seconds what I did over the summer. You, are you going to count me down? Sure. Okay. All right. Ready? Go. Um, 20. So 19, I went to this camp, 18. and it was in Pennsylvania. And I never did. I you have to do it out loud, or I don't know. Fourteen. And 13, I. Oh my 12, gosh! So much to tell. Uh, it was fun. Um, uh, it was outside. I eight, got lots of mosquito bites. Seven, uh, had a good six, time with the kids, and five, I don't think I want to go back four, next year, even though it was a three, good time. Okay, uh, two, I'm glad I'm back. Yeah. One, yeehaw. Zero. All right. Boom. I think that was pretty good. I think wow. I uh, definitely. I could not do that much. Summed it up myself. Yeah. Yeah. Now we are. Um. Now that that's out of the way, yeah. uh, y'all are caught up on my life. Mm-hmm. So Spotlight I'm going to be, over here now. yeah, Lily, you are today's, like on the other side, <laughs> <laughs> you are today's very special guest. Ah, you're the very second wow. guest. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. You're the very third guest third. we've had on this podcast. But I'm also a co-host, or no, yeah, co-host. today you're a guest. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been demoted. Yeah. What? No, you've been, promoted. you've been sideways promoted. Okay. You've been transferred into a new position. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> the other guests that have been on were my two sisters because mm. we recorded an episode I'm not about a sister veggie tales. To you? No, sorry. Ouch. That well, just, I that really hurts. I'm sorry, but we're not related. Mm. All right. On this season two, episode one of Adventures in Podcasting, we have a very special guest in the studio today with us, and that would be Lillian Primrose Archer. Welcome to the show, Lillian. I'm happy you're here too. Yeah, um, I always enjoy your work. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Um, From afar. I've, you know, I've I've heard some of your work as well. Oh, I'm, really? I'm a fan. I'm yeah. Surprised. Um, yeah, you did a podcast. Yeah. About Christian yeah. media. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty and good. I was on a couple film sets. You too. sure were. That's why I had you on today. I'm a actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Of Christian um, media. <clears throat> yeah, so I think um, probably all the listeners know your background. You really need no introduction mm. on this show. Oh, thank you. Um, wow, so, so famous. Yeah, the reason that I wanted to talk to you today and have you on this show, my co-host unfortunately couldn't be here, mm. um, is... Struck it ill. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is that I want you... I No, let me try that again. The reason I wanted to have you here on uh, my little podcast today was to... Talk about your experience working in the Christian film industry. Because mm-hmm. as I understand yeah. it, you are a, even more of an insider yeah. now than I think I you were before so. the summer happened. So this yeah. summer, um, you worked on not one, not zero, not three, or five, or six, not seven, but two Christian film sets. Indeed, yeah. Um, so tell us <clears throat> about 
the movies that you worked on. Give us a, a brief rundown. So I worked for... I worked on two film sets, one in Iowa, one in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the wind goes mm-hmm. sweeping down the plains. Okay. Oklahoma. That's a little nod to someone on that. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That was the nickname of our film shoot. Oklahoma. Deep fried okra. We appreciated the southern yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, deep fried okra. That's we a, had it. It was good. A delicious food and also a hit song by Mark Lowry. Tell us about, I mean, let's start with the one in Iowa. Tell us about that film. What was the name of it? What's the, what's the gist of it? Where can right. we see it? So, Is it good? Yeah. Um, very good questions. So Thanks. that one was a Lutheran-based, well, a film by a Lutheran-based filmmaker. Okay. And it... Um, Lutherans, for those of you who don't know, are um, they worship Martin Luther. So that's what that's about. So I imagine better. that was a pretty interesting. We'll get into a uh, theological discussions so later, but Reformation yeah. Day too, right? Yeah, disrespectful, uh, Maria. Continue. Okay. Uh. So uh, yeah, that that set lasted about ten days, and I worked as a a production assistant. So I was oh, just okay. doing everything, but I actually yeah, you were like kind of the sort of. I brought waters to people, made sure yeah. they were warm, hand warmers. We It yeah. was very... Was it cold? Up. Oh, yeah. It was freezing. Really? Yeah. What time of the year was this? That was, I guess I it guess was, it could still be chilly in May. It yeah. was really freezing. Interesting. So did you like that? Like, did you enjoy that role? I did because it left me open to do more things on the sure. film set. Sure. I imagine. To, to just be there for people yeah. if they needed it, you know? But I found myself working with art department more on that film and uh helping yeah them because there were only two people for art department wardrobe and makeup and so that's like three and, yeah. three areas and only two people yes okay i mean is that pretty is that pretty common though for smaller films uh for very small films yes sure um this was a, a pretty small crew but our work was really it was it was really good okay. well planned yeah was, it was good. So how did you hear about this one? So, what was your in? Uh, Micah Versman uh, was on Counter Column with me. Okay. A film I did last summer. Um, for those of you who don't know, Counter Column is a movie about some people who are interior designers and the spiritual struggles that they have. Um, they make counters and columns. So, yeah. Continue. Um, so stand firm. Yeah. So Micah Versman was on that one, and I think he G and E. So he was. What's the, a, What's that? That's uh working with like lighting and uh, okay stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So what we ended up so yeah I he ended up inviting me to that film set which was really cool. So I drove down to Iowa and oh. yeah it was pretty very cool short notice but that was good. Yeah. Um, so you talked about how it's kind of a small production. How many other people would you say, like, you were working with on a daily basis? Probably about 30 or less. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
which was pretty small. 30, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, um, yeah. All right. And then how many of those were actors and how many were crew, would you say? What was um, the breakdown there? We had about 10 actors. Okay. So, our crew was pretty small. Sure. Yeah. So, the Christian film industry, this is just from my imagination. Mm-hmm. I feel like it probably is kind of a very, like, a lot of the same people type situation like not mm. not that like it's everyone's going to be everywhere but there's probably a lot of overlap between different productions is that right or um in some cases yes it depends on who you are in the christian film okay. world a lot of like who you are as a name or what who you are as in what job you have uh what you're going for basically because if if you're a dp or if you okay. want to also get into more secular work there yeah. are people that bounce in and out of the christian film okay. industry and then there are people like me just coming into the christian film industry so okay. i would say there is there is a lot of overlap in some ways if you have worked long enough in the christian film mm-hmm. industry but if you're if you're new then there's a little bit less of an overlap okay of like people. yeah okay are there like famous like obviously there's like david a.r white and um the guys who made uh like courageous and right I yeah can't the remember kendrick's, their name. Brothers, kendrick's brothers and then, and then like the people who made beyond the mask yeah. and yeah the other one that i don't like whatever that's called what is their name the Burns family. There's the Burns yeah. family. Like, obviously, there are those people. Are there people within the like? Because this is, this is like independent. Well, I guess Christian film is independent, but this is more like small scale. Are there people within that world who it's kind of like you hear their name and you're like, oh, I know that person. Like, because you yeah. know, is there, is that kind? Is there like celebrities of this industry that? Or does that not really happen? Yeah, there's definitely celebrities of this industry. Um, do you mean like, like directors or even like oh, other yeah. like oh, there's this gaffer that has worked on oh, yeah. tons and tons of productions. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there are a lot of people. Um, it's it's easy to meet people um, okay. in Christian film. Yeah, just due to like the Christian Worldview Film Festival, which yeah. is like. A big thing that connects a lot of we Midwestern. talked about that before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it just connects a lot of Midwestern filmmakers and even like international yeah. filmmakers. So there is a lot of overlap. Okay, and it's a small social circle, I would say. Compared, yeah, I would. It's like yeah. a bubble, probably. Yeah, yeah. So there are a lot of, a lot of people. I, okay, I know uh, familiar names. So okay. So, were the majority of people on this film, like, um, people who are just, like, Christian film industry people, or were they, were there more, like, people who kind of were phasing, you know, like you said, there's people who go in between, like, just normal independent filmmaking and Christian filmmaking, like, which would you say the majority? So, this one was more normal, uh, or, yeah, independent Christian filmmaking, like, they don't, I, I don't think a lot of them are trying to break into like more secular is okay. that the question yeah, yeah that's yeah um, so they're basically just making christian movies probably. right i think the majority of people on this film uh want to make a film that is about god and yeah. present that as like ministry okay that was the direction of stanford okay. so on that subject so 
Um, what is because um, from my point of view, I see pretty much all Christian movies are just made with a message. Yeah, there's very few I've seen that are like. Yes, I have this story. What was what's Either, the message? Yeah. What was the message of Stand Firm? Would you say right. you don't have to spoil plot or I? I mean, the message. How much of, about? It? I mean, I don't know yeah. how much you can say. Like, don't. I can easily say the message of Stand Firm okay. was to be confident in your faith. Well, and to proclaim that. Really, people. I thought it would be like Stand Firm. I thought that would be like you should question your faith. Hmm. Well, so that was that didn't land well. I'll cut that out. Um, okay, and so, uh, what kind of story is it? It's. Um, is it like a period piece? Is it it's modern? not a period? Is it's it, a modern piece. Okay, uh, it's a story about a content. It's like a how your faith impacts others story. Okay, and uh, how one person can impact other people by telling them about right. Christ. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back, Mr. Cotter. It's season two. We're back. We had <laughs> a great run last season of a, oh, yeah. a total of five episodes, mm-hmm. which I don't think I've even finished releasing as we record this, so nope. that's uh, that's great. <laughs> Who needs them? Who needs them, right? Yeah, we, we are starting afresh. Not Ooh. not really, but we are um, turning our back on our old everything selves. that we yep. ever thought. We're rever- we're atheists now. Yep. Um, completely. Yeah, we just rejected monkeys God. monkeys all the way. Yep. Love you, bros. Monkeys. <laughs> that was a leap. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, we're we're atheists. We uh, we yep yep yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we all knew it was coming. Yep. I got an abortion. Um, Maria literally <laughs> just wrote atheist on her Bible. Yes, I did. Yep. Just like <laughs> she reads it every day, but as but long I still as that wrote a- there. It's the atheist yep. Bible now. <laughs> atheist Bible. Uh, no, <laughs> we, uh, we decided after a meeting that we had um, that we needed to just basically uh, put a gun to the head of Spring Us because mm-hmm. that was who recorded the previous. We started in like February, yep. I think. Yeah, we both shed a little tear a couple. Yeah, of years we were at like so meeting. tragic, yeah. and then yep. we kabam. buried our old selves. We did. It was mm-hmm. it was dark. It was sad. It was. It really was. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, note. here we are now. Um, we wanted to make this season two because a it's been a while since we recorded, and uh, second of all, we second of Lee, we are trying some new things. Um, mm-hmm. New directions. Yeah, new directions. Yeah. Um, we're not going to focus so much. On, we're going to spend more time on topics. We're not going to mm-hmm. focus so much on, like, pieces of media. Right. Um, if there are pieces of media that we want to talk about, we'll definitely do that. But uh-huh. we just are focusing more on, like, general general areas of things that we're interested in. Yeah. Um, so we actually want to share with you a few of the things that we are going to talk about this this season. So yes. uh, cue the dramatic music. Uh, that's a that's the drum roll, Lily. I still like it. Well, it, it's good. Let's just save it for when we when we need a drum roll. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Alrighty. when you tell us something important, like yeah. you're engaged or something. Yep. Or that I'm an atheist. Mm. Yeah. Well, we messed that one up. Yeah, we really missed the boat on that yep. one. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, cue the dramatic music. This season, we are going to talk about Christian media. A lot of Christian media. Good Christian media bad Christian media. Is there good Christian media? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And aren't we pulling out some 
who's a Christian in Hollywood type stuff. Oh, yes. That will be a segment that yeah. we will talk about later. We're going to talk about modesty culture mm-hmm. and some specific pieces of media relating to that. Yep. Also, we're going to examine homeschool stereotypes, Ooh, something applicable to all of us. The justice kids. We've probably been there before. We sure have. Thanks. On an episode that we deleted, we yes, talked about that, that oh, we never released. Yeah, that was a good call. Yeah. Yep. And we also, yes. All right. So. We have an Area 51 <laughs> of our episodes. And yes, you will never see You'll them. never see them. Sorry, hear them. Because I deleted them. She did. Forever. Hopefully. Yeah. Or she's going to blackmail me with them. That's actually, how'd you know that? Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, Despicable. Well, today, um, we just wanted to play catch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll just share in, uh, count me down, Lily, in uh, 20 seconds what I did over the summer. You Are you going to count me down? Sure. Okay. All right. Ready? Go. Um, 20. So 19, I went to this camp, 18. and it was in Pennsylvania. And I never did. I you have to do it out loud, or I don't know. Fourteen and 13, I. Oh my 12, gosh! So much to tell. Uh, it was fun. Ten, um, uh, it was outside. I eight, got lots of mosquito bites. Seven, uh, had a good six, time with the kids, and five, I don't think I want to go back four, next year, even though it was a good three, time. Okay, uh, two, I'm glad I'm back. Yeah, one, yeehaw. Zero. All right, boom. I think that was pretty good. I think wow. I uh, definitely. I could not do that much. Summed it up myself. Yeah. Yeah. Now we are. Um, now that that's out of the way, yeah. uh, y'all are caught up on my life. Mm-hmm. So Spotlight's I'm gonna be over here now. Yeah, Lily, you are this is today's what it's like on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> you are today's very special guest. Ah, you're the very second wow. guest. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. You're the very third guest third. we've had on this podcast. But I'm also a co-host. Or no, yeah, co-host. today you're a guest. Ah, uh, yeah. I've been demoted. Yeah. What? Well, no, you've been promoted. you've been sideways promoted. Okay. You've been transferred into a new position. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> the other guests that have been on were my two sisters because mm. we recorded an episode I'm not about a Veggie sister Tales. To you? No, sorry. Ouch. That well, I that really hurts. I'm sorry, but we're not related. Mm. All right. On this season two, episode one of Adventures in Podcasting, we have a very special guest in the studio today with us, and that would be Lillian. Primrose Archer. Welcome to the show, Lillian. Uh, why, thank um, you, Maria. I'm, I'm so, so happy to be here with your lovely, lovely self. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy you're here, too. Yeah, um, I always enjoy your work. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Um, From and afar. I've, you know, I've I've heard some of your work as well. Oh, I'm, really? I'm a fan. I'm yeah. surprised. Um, yeah, you did a podcast Yeah, about Christian yeah. media. It's pretty good. Yeah, and pretty I good. was on a couple film sets. You too. sure were. That's why I had you on today, I'm a actually. I'm glad you brought that up. Of Christian um, media. <clears throat> yeah, so I think um, probably all the listeners know your background. You really need no introduction mm. on this show. Oh, thank you. Um, wow, so, so famous. Yeah, the reason that I wanted to talk to you today and have you on this show, my co host, unfortunately, couldn't be here, mm. um, is struck it ill yeah um is that i want you i no let me try that again the reason i wanted to have you here on uh, my little podcast today was to talk about your experience working in the christian film industry because Mm -hmm. as i understand it you are uh, even more of an insider yeah now than i think you were before the summer happened so this summer um you worked on not one not zero, not three, or five, or six, not seven, but two Christian film sets. Indeed, yeah. Um, so tell us <clears throat> about 
the movies that you worked on. Give us a, a brief rundown. So I worked for... I worked on two film sets, one in Iowa, one in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the wind goes <laughs> sweeping down the plains. Okay. Oklahoma. That's a little nod to someone on that. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That was the nickname of our film shoot. Oklahoma. Deep fried okra. We appreciated the southern yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, deep fried okra. That's we a, had it. It was good. A delicious food and also a hit song by Mark Lowry. I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um very cool so uh what tell us about i mean let's start with the one in iowa tell us about that film what was the name of it what's the what's the gist of it where can right. we see it so is it good yeah um very good questions so Thanks. that one was a lutheran based well a film by a lutheran based filmmaker okay and it's um lutherans for those of you who don't know are um they worship martin luther so that's what that's about that so i imagine better. that was a pretty interesting we'll get into a uh, theological discussions so later but the reformation yeah. day too right yeah disrespectful uh, maria continue okay uh, so uh yeah that that set lasted about 10 days and i worked as a a production assistant so i was oh, just okay. doing everything but i actually You're, yeah you were like kind of the sort of i brought waters to people made sure yeah. they were warm hand warmers we it yeah. was very was it cold uh, oh yeah it was freezing really yeah what time of the year was this that was, i guess i it guess was, it could still be chilly in may it yeah. was really freezing interesting so did you like that like did you enjoy that role I did because it left me open to do more things on the sure. film set. Sure, I imagine. To, to just be there for people yeah. if they needed it, you know? But I found myself working with art department more on that film and uh, helping yeah. it because there were only two people for art department wardrobe and makeup. and So that's like three, and, yeah. three areas and only two people? Yes. Okay, I mean, is that pretty... Is that pretty common though for smaller films? Uh, for very small films, yes. Sure. Um, this was a, a pretty small crew, but our work was really, it was it was really good, okay. well planned. It yeah, was, it was good. So, how did you hear about this one? So, what was your in? Uh, Micah Versman uh, was on Counter Column with me. Okay, a film I did last summer. Um, for those of you who don't know, Counter Column is a movie about some people who are interior designers and the spiritual struggles that they have. Um, they make counters and columns. So, yeah. Continue. Um, so, Stand Firm, yeah. So, Micah Versman was on that one, and I think he G&E, so he was what's the, a What's that? That's uh, working with, like, lighting and uh, okay. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So what we ended up, so yeah, I, he ended up inviting me to that film set, which was really cool. So I drove down to Iowa and oh. yeah, it was pretty Very cool. short notice, but it was good. Yeah. Um, so you talked about how it's kind of a small production. How many other people would you say like you were working with on a daily basis? Probably about 30 or less. Okay. Yeah. Okay was pretty small 30 yeah. yeah so I'm um, yeah all right and then how many of those were actors and how many were crew would you say what was um, the breakdown there we had about 10 actors okay so our crew was pretty small sure yeah 
So the Christian film industry, this is just from my imagination, mm-hmm. I feel like it probably is kind of a very, like, a lot of the same people type situation. Like, not mm-hmm. not that, like, it's everyone's going to be everywhere, but there's probably a lot of overlap between different productions. Is that right? Or um, In some cases, yes. It depends on who you are in the Christian film okay. world. A lot of... Like, who you are as a name or what who you are as in what job you have? Uh, what you're going for, basically. Because if, if you're a DP or if you okay. want to also get into more secular work, there yeah. are people that bounce in and out of the Christian film industry. Okay. And then there are people like me just coming into the Christian film industry. So okay. I would say there is... There is a lot of overlap in some ways if you have worked long enough in the Christian film mm-hmm. industry, but if you're if you're new, then there's a little bit less of an overlap. Okay. Of like people. Yeah. Okay. Are there like famous like obviously there's like David A. R. White and um, the guys who made uh, like Courageous and right. I yeah. Can't the remember Kendrick's their name. brothers. Kendrick's brothers. And, then and then like the people who made Beyond the Mask yeah. and or, yeah. The other one that I don't like, whatever that's called. What is their name? The Burns family. There's the Burns yeah. family. Like, obviously, there are those people. Are there people within the, like, because this is, this is, like, independent. Well, I guess Christian film is independent, but this is more, like, small scale. Are there people within that world who it's kind of like you hear their name and you're like, oh, I know that person like because you know yeah. is, there, is that is there like celebrities of this industry that or does that not really happen yeah there's definitely ce- celebrities of this industry um do you mean like like directors or even like oh, other yeah. like oh there's this gaffer that has worked on oh, yeah. tons and tons of productions yeah, yeah there's yeah there are a lot of people um it's it's easy to meet people um okay in Christian film. Yeah. Just due to like the Christian Worldview Film Festival, which yeah. is like a big thing that connects a lot of people. We Midwestern. talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it just connects a lot of Midwestern filmmakers and even like international yeah. filmmakers. So there is a lot of overlap. Okay. And it's a small social circle, I would say, compared to. Yeah, I would. It's like yeah. a bubble, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of. A lot of people. I, okay. I know uh, familiar names. So. Okay. So were the majority of people on this film, like, um, people who are just, like, Christian film industry people, or were they, were there more, like, people who kind of were phasing, you know, like you said, there's people who go in between, like, just normal independent filmmaking and Christian filmmaking, like, which would you say the majority? So th- this one was more normal, uh, or yeah, independent Christian filmmaking. Like they don't. I I don't think a lot of them are trying to break into, like more secular. Is okay. that the question? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Um, so they're basically just making Christian movies, probably. right? I think the majority of people on this film uh, want to make a film that is about God and yeah. present that as like ministry. Okay, that was the direction of Stanford. Okay. so on that subject so um what is because um from my point of view I see pretty much all Christian movies are just made with a message yeah there's very few I've seen that are like yes 
I have this story. What was what's are, the message? Yeah. What was the message of Stand Firm? Would you say right. you don't have to spoil plot or I? I mean, the message. How much of, about? I mean, I don't know yeah. how much you can say. Like, don't. I can easily say the message of Stand Firm okay. was to be confident in your faith. Well, and to proclaim that. Really, people. I thought it would be like Stand Firm. I thought that would be like you should question your faith. Mm. Well, so that was that didn't land well. I'll cut that out. Um, okay, and so, uh, what kind of story is it? It's um, is it like a period piece? Is it it's modern? not a period? Is it's it... a modern piece. Okay, uh, it's a story about a content. It's like a how your faith impacts others story. Okay, and uh, how one person can impact other people by telling them about right. Christ. Uh, what what genre would you say that it is? Well, naturally Christian. Maria. Yeah, but within Christian, like you know, uh, there's different. Like le- it's not like Left Behind and God's Not Dead are both I'd say Christian it's films. It's like a coming of age type thing. Both of the films I worked on this summer were more coming of age, coming of age, okay. or coming of maturity in someone's faith. Type coming of, of spiritual age, spiritual maturity. Yes. Yeah, the point where yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned that it was a Lutheran production. Um, did you have a hard time like working with people who are in a cult that worships Martin Luther? Mm. I cannot say that I agree with a lot of the theologies in the Lutheran church okay. organization. But the film... Yeah, like worshiping Martin Luther. Obviously, that's pretty, you know, yes. idolatry is kind of like a, a big sin. Well, the film did present, like, a scene in a Lutheran church with, like, the their traditional dress and, and like, the, altar. The giant statue stuff. of Martin Luther. Probably, you had to, like, shave your head, like, because he, he did that, right? Uh-huh. No. So, Lutheran, Lutheranism is, like, the 95 Theses or whatever, a, a faith based off of Martin Luther's 95 Theses to the Catholic Church. Right, and they worship him, right? They... They their, bow down to him and sacrifice. Their religion is constructed off of his rebellion against the Catholic Church and his okay. gumption in saying, hey, we need to do things differently. I think we need to do things this way because the Catholic Church is just glorifying itself. So what are some differences between, like, you would say your theology and Lutheran theology Communion. that were... Uh, okay. They still hold to a lot of the more Catholic uh, ideals <laughs> of. Like, How dare you on my Christian podcast? <laughs> wipe your nose. So insulting. <laughs> um. So they hold to like um, you need like communion and baptism sort of to be saved. Okay. Like it is the. It becomes blood or whatever when you ingest it. It's not transubstantiation. I guess so. I've never yeah. heard like the proper theological terminology. I think that's. I'm not sure. Okay. So which <laughs> do they believe that it become Mar- becomes Martin Luther's blood or Jesus? <laughs> no, Jesus's blood. Oh, they worship Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I was confused. But instead of like, my my thing is by grace you have been saved, not okay. by blood you. Well, in in a sense, yes, we have been saved by Christ's blood, but we do not need to drink wine or break bread or be baptized in order yeah. to rec- 
Like, Christ has already spilled his blood. By ingesting some wine or eating a cracker, it is not changing anything. Sure. It's a symbolic um, act of our acceptance of Christ's blood for our sins. Yeah. You know, the tra- it's a transactional, it's not the actual transaction, it is a symbol of the transaction and of our remembrance of the transaction. Because Christ has paid his blood and he will never have to pay it again. And that is the point of salvation. Yeah. Right. Okay. So differences, obviously. Yeah. How did those come into play with like the film that you were working on? So I had talked with Micah about my beliefs. Who's Micah? Micah is the, he's the director and producer of Stand, Stand Firm. And it's actually a trilogy. So this is the third movie of like different well no it's the second and third we worked on the second yeah. and third movie of of his trilogy um gotcha so yeah so but, you've spoken with i him had about... talked with him about my beliefs and stuff but um and he he's lutheran i'm assuming yeah he's okay. lutheran and uh the i read the script and it it really wasn't like lutheran type yeah based it was more it was more uh, faith and theology and sure that's yeah. that's great because people can relate on it if it was more, more of a general yeah thing about it, faith than exactly. like so you should worship more Martin of a jab oh, to somebody that. then yeah i would have been like you probably um, wouldn't have no. would you have worked on it like if i that was how you know it was what? i might have supported it anyway okay um but I definitely would have had my own reservations, and that would have been a very hard decision. I yeah, think. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, cool. Well, let's talk about the film in Oklahoma. What, yeah. Tell us about what was the name of that film. Tell us about. So that. that one was called Treasure Lies. It was also a coming of age story type thing. Only this character was a boy, while Stanford was a girl. So I got both halves. Wow. Yeah. They should get together in a new movie crossover event of crossover all time yep amazing <laughs> yeah okay so um this one was a lot bigger of a production okay um, how many people would you say day-to-day day-to-day the, oh it was like a hundred no like it was over 50 okay somewhere yeah I, yeah that's a that's, it was a that's lot a of pretty good size living with each other and like working what was together what was your yeah. living situation so we <laughs> it's a really funny story we our uh producer uh leased out a condominium type uh thing that was more like apartments um the resort looked a lot nicer in the pictures, and then when we got there, <laughs> it was pretty thuggy, but, you know, we hey. just didn't walk alone at night, so. Um, <laughs> it's like living here in my house. You know, Maria, I, I think it was a lot worse. Than, wow, I can't imagine. Well, it was, it, I would say it's the same, because there, <laughs> okay. was, there was stuff, which is okay. Fun. Yeah, we got hit on regularly. Hey, that's whenever I go running here, that's <sighs> why I don't run down my street that's smart yeah yep funny how people talk to you even when you have earbuds in yeah and, and are when sweaty like, and out of breath and yeah. clearly don't want to speak yep. anyway <laughs> um okay so you stayed in some sketchy condominiums yeah i mean fun i appreciated that he tried it was it okay. was okay it was now nice. what was because i know that christians especially the type of christians who are 
so passionate about yeah. spreading their brand of faith that they make movies out of them are pretty tend to be pretty conservative as far as it comes yes. to like girls and guys living arrangements so yeah. i'm assuming you lived with oh yeah girls we, and the guys yeah. were in like we had uh so a, we building actually, a couple miles away so that there was no chance of ever no crossing paths with no them. way no so what happened was we had an apartment across from the guys for safety Ooh. reasons. Oh, for safety reasons. Safety reasons. Because women can't and protect And they did themselves. come over a lot. Ooh, and we had, Lily. We had parties and game nights and dinners. It was really Game great. nights, is that what they're calling them now? Oh, yeah. very funny. Spin the bottle. <laughs> you like spin the bottle. What would be the Christian version of spin the bottle, do you think? Spin the bottle and read Proverbs 30, 29 women? Yeah. 31 women? 31. 31. Proverbs 31 woman. I... That's... Yeah. So there's this game, this party game, you wouldn't know this, called Seven Minutes in Heaven. Oh, where, no, I've heard of it. Yeah, you go into a closet with somebody for seven minutes? Yep. Yeah. It was in some weird movie, and I switched the channel before I could find out what happened. <laughs> so <laughs> what would the Christian version of that be? I'm assuming it would still be called Seven Minutes in Heaven. It'd probably be like, like talk about sitting in a room talking about your... your uh, viewpoints your biblical viewpoints your theology what church you go to <laughs> here like christian hear speed me dating. Out. christian this, this is uh I mean, you know no but it's got to be so, like intimate and like kind of dangerous you know because you're like it's you're, if you're in a uh, closet oh, with somebody that's you don't pretty know. dangerous no. especially if your theology <laughs> here's, here's a here's here's the here's what i think i think oh. you go into a closet and still a closet though? still a closet you're in Wouldn't a closet in like a dark a confined office no something? it's got to be a closet because mm-hmm. i think that's a good but you talk about your end times theology whoa yeah that's pretty dangerous see, i don't care about end times theology so how i don't i don't see how it's dangerous because we well really cr- uh, most uh christian white guys do so he would just talk the whole time mm. And I, that would be probably just as uncomfortable as um, seven minutes in seven, as the actual seven minutes in heaven game would be with a stranger. Yeah, probably. That so, sounds dangerous. I think uh, I think we should start doing that at our uh, uh, your uh, Christian college ministry Ooh. parties. Seven minutes in heaven. You go and listen to a white guy talk about his view on the end times. You can for just YouTube that minutes. though. Yeah, but why do that when you could do it in a closet? That makes you. Talking, for me, listening to a Christian white guy talk about his views on the end times and why he thinks that certain political kind of candidates are the... No, certain political candidates are the uh, antichrist. That is, <laughs> makes me feel just as dirty and ashamed as making out with a stranger in a closet would. Probably even more dirty and ashamed. Not gonna lie. I can imagine. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so you had parties and dinner that parties. and sick. You got to, so you got to actually, like, talk to the guys and not just, like, in a business context. Well, I was already friends with all of the guys that we were, yeah, uh, that we had across the hall. Sure. we were all really close because they were all on counter column. Oh, okay. Oh, that's uh, nice to hear. Do you think, like, so do you think that, because you're working with these people and it's not like you're living with men, but you're kind of living with, you're living across your neighbors essentially and you see each other all day long do you think that the film the christian film industry is maybe a little more accepting of like girl guy friendships than just like you know christianity kind of the the evangelical culture in general is i definitely i definitely think there is an opening there it depends on what christian filmmaker you're talking to um 
for me, it was just like living with family, you know, living with brothers. I have brothers. Right. So it just reminded me of them. So, yeah. I like to stay away from the Christian, like, inter... I do not like mixing my professional life with my personal life. But that's kind of what you were doing. When it comes to dating, though. Not... Okay. I mean, but if it's not dating, if it's like friendships, family. Sure. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. But dating on a Christian film set, it's... I've seen people do it, but Ooh, it, it's really, You've seen people do it? Yes. Date on Christian oh. film sets. Oh. Yes. I thought you might... You've seen people do it. No, on Christian film sets. No. That would be... Like, what kind of movie are you making? Cool. Song of Solomon. The... I mean, Maria, how could you? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway... What what are some other like? Tell me about. I'm really interested to hear about the like culture yeah. of these film sets. So, tell me like, I don't just like walk me through like a day. What what was a day like? Tell me about in the Oklahoma film. What did you, what did you do mm. your day? Tell like from the moment you got out of bed to well, that depends you, on whether we were doing day shoots or night shoots. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Always. I like night shoots better, honestly. Because you get to sleep in. Mm, well, you got to you got to sleep really late, and then, well, you got home in the morning or whatever, and you slept all morning, and then you got to go and have breakfast at like three, <laughs> and go to work at six. It was it was just a yeah, that's thing. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So you guys would like go out for breakfast and stuff. Yeah. Did you eat out a lot or? Like, oh yes. Okay. okay. So big thing. How did you not gain set? so much weight? You know, I was walking so much I guess and burning sense, yeah. so much of it off in the sunshine because... Yeah, you were yeah, outside all day. We sure. were outside. We lost a lot of... Do you film outside a lot? We... I Yeah, it was half and half. We had a week in filming in a school and that mm-hmm. was rough because we weren't outside as much. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's better to be outside when filming because you just get your vitamin C or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, we okay. were outside a lot for yeah. this one. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Um, okay, so what about like a day shoot? What does that look like? So a day shoot, yeah, we would... Uh, so we had free breakfast technically where we were Ooh. at the villa, but we did not trust it. like a it. slave elf cooking for we you? We had several... Dobby? Well, yeah, there was Master this very nice Master has given lady. Dobby a silk. Dobby is free. <laughs> there was a very nice lady. Dobby can play sh- seven minutes in heaven. Oh, <laughs> What is... Oh, it's it's Harry Potter yeah. reference. Okay, <laughs> I'm not picking it up. I'm so, I'm impressed you picked it up at all, though. Well, Good job. it's all high due five. to Studio we just We just high-fived. Let's do it. <laughs> Don't hate me! <laughs> <laughs> if you would just know stuff, Lily, I wouldn't have to hit you. Oh. <laughs> all right. Okay, yes, Dolby. Um, no, yeah. So, several people fell ill from the cooking, so we didn't Ooh. trust it. Who was cooking? The people at the villa or something. Okay. So we started uh, buying buying our own groceries and yeah. cooking stuff indoors. But a Fair day enough. for us, um, we would shop for anything that we had missed, like, in pre-pro. We'd just, like, go over everything we needed for the day in yeah. the mornings, just go over the script and, and see what we were going to do, sort of, like, last-minute plan it out. Yeah. But we had planned it out in pre-production as well. So we had a rough idea, but we needed to So you'd to go shopping every day for stuff, props for the film? Almost every day. Okay. We had, like, certain days a week that we would do that. 
Uh, we spaced it out pretty well. That's a lot of stuff to buy. Like, yeah, yeah, it was a lot, definitely. Um, we tried to get most of it in pre-pro, and we did get okay. a lot of it. So, um, how long was your pre-production period? Pre-production was a week and a half, I think. Okay, maybe two weeks because okay. I I got there on on the tail end of a it. A little late, yeah. Yeah. What did you do with all the stuff after you used so, it? So some of the stuff we returned. A lot okay. of it we did. Which, shout out to Jonik, yeah, maybe that is a moral sin, but, uh, good question. Interesting. So I would, so you would buy something, use it that day. We had a budget that we had to stick to, and we cannot, for, for Christian film, you do not get a very, we got a great budget, a great budget for Christian film. Okay. But in the end, we were like $75 away from breaking that budget that's pretty impressive though so what kind of like what kind of things were it that you were buying uh a lot of wall art stuff okay just stuff to, like, like set dressing things yeah set dressing okay to make mainly. it look yeah. lived in because i was a, a set dresser for that one yeah that Worked sounds like a really cool job officially yeah, yeah. very cool i love it it was amazing so you'd buy like you'd go to walmart uh-huh you'd buy wall decorations you'd mm-hmm. buy a clock yeah. Or a vase of flowers yeah. or some books. We borrowed a lot of stuff. Borrowed a lot of though. stuff. Um, and then you, what, you kept their seats in like a... Yeah, we, uh, Morgan and um, Christina, my co-workers uh, in set dressing, had this like folder of receipts that they um, organized basically. Okay. And they would label it. We had specific places we would shop. A big part of it was Walmart uh, we would shop at Goodwill if we had to. Yeah. But that's a problem because you can't return anything. Yes. Um, Did they start to, like, recognize you when you'd come and return stuff, like, every other day? No. Oklahoma no. is a big place. We weren't in Oklahoma City. We filmed outside of it. But okay. we were fairly close. So you it. went shopping in Oklahoma City? Uh, not in Oklahoma no. City, no. But around there. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And so you'd return the stuff then? Yeah. A lot of it we had to return. What we didn't return, we um, divided amongst ourselves and took it home. Interesting. That's so yeah. interesting. Wow. Okay. Um, so on the in your like downtime, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure you didn't have a ton of, but did you with those people? Would you guys end up doing like Christiany things? Like, did you do like Bible study or let's sing some worship songs or things like that? Or was it just kind of like not really? So we, on Sundays, naturally, we would watch, uh, well, we did go to the producer's church. Okay. Um, a couple times, but then we decided to, uh, do just like watch a video live stream of, uh, yeah, the Schultz Brothers Church more convenient. were some guys on set that had a pretty good church. Okay. Yeah. They yeah, had so good lectures. Sunday mornings you do church kind of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we, we would go to, we went to the zoo. We uh, swam. We made dinner for each other. We uh, we decorated the guy's room or living room once. Um, we had a lot of game nights. We would just get together oh, and fun. do like yeah. uh mafia and and stuff so it it was it was really chill i would not say oh we went to movies we went to saving sergeant ryan saving private ryan or private Ryan. that's a good movie
that out. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, same. Good movie. That's yeah. a good movie. We, wow. Okay. We also okay. went to uh, Aladdin or whatever, the new Disney movie. Yeah. That was really good. Well, that's really neat. Yeah. Um, was Were there a lot of homeschoolers? Like other kids oh, who yeah. kind of homeschool. Are you kidding? Is that basic? I feel like that's basically it the was, people who make. They're yeah, all homeschooled. Eighty percent, maybe seventy percent. Okay. Of the film crew was homeschooled. There okay. were there were non homeschooled people, but just like most of our actors weren't homeschooled. Naturally, our DP wasn't homeschooled. You know, um, a couple other people yeah. weren't homeschooled. Our our grips weren't homeschooled. Okay. Yeah. We lost our grips actually before we started Ooh. production. So, a lot of our guys on your had sanity, to fill the your slots. grips on your sanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's a grip? So a grip, uh, they help. Oh yeah, a lot with like lighting and like helping set up camera, department stuff. Okay. Um, if they need help. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, so uh, the uh, $10 question, because we only have a few minutes left for this segment. How has working in the industry changed your perspective? Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you worked on Counter Column, but this is a little more intense, I feel like. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like it has changed your perspective, or? Definitely. Okay, how so? Um... You know, I had never actually worked with Christians before. I mean, I work with Christians at Chick-fil-A or whatever. But working with Christians on something creative, like a movie, is very interesting because you get to know people really, really fast. And you get to know their work style fast. This was a very intensive um, experiment with work relationships and just like, uh, figuring out how to work with different people. So my perspective of Christian film has changed in the way that uh, I I recognize uh, Christian viewpoints on film more. Okay. Like some people just want to make salvation-based films. Some people want to do salvation and more artsy films. And it's just interesting when you see a clash of ideas yeah. like that. Can and, you can you unpack those terms a little bit? Uh, like so, salvation. What's this, what would you say a salvation film is? Can you? Uh, the one with the punchline: Do you want to become a Christian, or do you want to <laughs> pray with me to become a Christian? Okay. Or, sure. You know. Something that's focused around a non-Christian becoming a Christian, right. basically. Right. Or but, just like a goody two shoes christian living being persecuted for yeah yeah. and being persecuted okay um so that's kind of like we'll say that's like the a class what's the b class of what's the other thing you refer to artsy artsy is we don't have to present the christian message we can actually make a movie just like make a story about we can actually be artists and embrace that but i do think that it's important to put like morals in a story yeah. to have meaning in a story and as christian filmmakers we have a great understanding of that so if we can get over like we need to present salvation in every single one of our films we can actually make impactful stories that okay. don't shove the bible in someone's face right right yeah so what class would you say you belong to of those 
I'm an artist. I have okay. a great respect for people that want to present God to people. But sometimes you can do that without slapping them. I'd argue that all the time you can do that without slapping them. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, like, do you feel like you came into conflict with anyone over that? I Or was I think, there any, I mean, not maybe that you entered into conflict, but was there any conflict over that? I mean, there were definitely the... artistic ter- interpretations. Okay. That, uh, the people that were, some of the people that were a part of, well, the producer and his wife, um, were Seventh-day Adventists, and they were very, very highly against, like, drinking. Uh, okay. And that did not fly well, and it was a very last-minute, stressful thing. Okay. I, that's, yeah. I think that my my last two cents on this, and I'll let you have some closing words, too. My <coughs> last two cents on this is that I think that it's cool when Christians come together to do something. And exactly. I've, I've seen that, that before, and that's why I'm sympathetic. Uh, like, after having friends who worked on, you know, Counter Column, yeah. obviously, and then hearing about your experiences, I think it's really cool that they can come together and make something. And exactly. Like, you know, we do that with drama, too, and so I think that's a really exactly. – there's yeah. value in that. But to me, where I get tripped up is, like – the product has to be good yeah the process doesn't justify the product and like I really want to see these movies that you worked on I think that would be really interesting and interesting to talk about them on the podcast and I'm sure everyone involved you know I can't pass judgment on them because I don't know them I'm sure they're great people earnest Mm -hmm. people wanting to oh yeah wanting to do good people do good things for God but like that will not change my – this is helpful because I feel like it gives me more compassion for people and I can have a more of a nuanced perspective, but mm-hmm. it also doesn't change my opinion that most Christian movies are trash. Do you have any closing words? Uh, yes. I would agree that we need to bring the quality of our films up, bring yeah. the quality of our art up. Yeah. Writing is a big deal in the Christian industry. Ha-ha. We need writers. Uh, hit me up. I have a script – for a rom-com, a Christian rom-com, it's great. Hit me up. And I'm a good writer. <laughs> uh, sorry. Continue. Yeah. But I guess I guess in a way, Treasure Lies did break a lot of the molds that I had been used to. Like the traditional Christian molds. Like we had a shirtless scene. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> and um, we had like two people that were like romantically interested oh, in each other oh my gosh Whoa. and they danced with each other oh, they I did might... so <gasps> i might have to bleep that out yeah that's pretty risque yeah <laughs> you know yeah so and was... she saw people doing it shut up <laughs> no well yeah okay yeah. so uh hopefully we'll watch those and get back to you on what we think of them um we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now and we'll be right back boop boop all right. And we're back. Um, so as we mentioned at the beginning, we are going to do some segments. Um, mm-hmm. We're just trying this out. Who knows? Uh, but we both have things that we think are interesting that we want to talk about that we can't really dedicate a whole podcast to because it's not really <laughs> feasible. Yeah. And I don't have that many thoughts about one thing at a time because I'm dumb. Okay. Um, this segment, we'll play some dramatic, gentle spiritual music this is called quote of the time with lily archer 
This week's, well, this episode's quote is, Faith does not eliminate questions, but faith knows where to take them. Elizabeth Elliot. I think this is just a good reminder that it's never, it's never wrong to question, but we have to come to a conclusion sometime about something. Ooh, that is, know? yeah. And we need to form our own ideas for sure about our questions that's and, true you know, biblically research our questions and not yeah. just leave them open and to, research your questions yeah. with other things yeah than just the bible like look yes. into other stuff i agree um i think the have you heard the term deconstructing yeah yeah deconstructivism um i actually don't know that i think that is a good way like i don't think I don't know. I don't think it needs to be deconstructing because no. that's like. I think you need to just Threatens start. The potency. I you think. need to start from the bottom. Yeah. And not start from the top because deconstructing is like taking apart a tower. I think. Yeah. I think you, if you're gonna question stuff, you might as well go all the way. Just knock down your tower and yeah. then see what's left. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Uh, no, that's a good. That's a really good quote. I like that a lot. And that's what you know. That's, that's what we're all about here. Uh, yeah. On our podcast. That is our is podcast. Knocking down a tower and, and, and seeing what's there. Yeah. We're going to take something from our youth and punch it and then see what is there still. <laughs> what stands true. All right. Or well, thank you. Thank you for that. That was really good. This has yeah. been the Quote of the Time with Lily Archer. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Lily. Yeah. Have you ever looked at a celebrity? Have you done that? I don't look at people. Oh, okay. Secular oh, I forgot. People. You were homeschooled. Okay. I don't look at well, secular people. Well, imagine if you did. And imagine if that person wasn't a Christian. Pop But then... Bing Crosby? <laughs> and then they did something. And you thought, maybe. Maybe they're a Christian. Jackie Chan. You know, Lily, a lot of people are Christians, and they're trying to hide it because the world is telling you that it's not cool to be a Christian. You're scary. And they're persecuting. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop that. They're persecuting us, Lily. Yeah. People don't want to be persecuted. No. Nope. Christians in America How are dare so persecuted. We be like literally everybody in America hates us right now because mm-hmm. we're Christians. Well, you know, it's sort of yeah. There is some truth to that. Everyone Ish. in America hates us. No, everyone in America hates us because we're Christian. God's Not Dead is a documentary. Okay, Ooh. so that's why these celebrities don't want us to know because it's not cool to be a Christian. But no, it's not. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to expose the truth Hashtag today. Jesus freak. We are talking. Yes, Jesus freak. That's yeah. what this segment is called. Jesus Welcome freak. to Jesus freaks. With, with Maria me. DeMoss. With me. All right, so today we're talking about Kanye West. Yeah. Kanye West, he's a rapper, married Kim Kardashian. Who? Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Okay, first of all, he got married, and he has children. Wow. You know what the Bible says about children? They're like quivers in the arrow of the righteous man of the Lord. Okay, so fact, Kanye West has children. Fact, Kanye West is a Christian. That makes sense. Moving he's on. He's a Christian. Kanye West. Uh, he supports Trump, so obviously he's a Christian. Because yeah. how could you be a Christian and not support Trump? So also, if you support Maybe Trump, he's just that makes sexist, you a Christian. Maria. No, he's, he's a Christian. Sexist. He's a Christian. Sexist. He wants to make America great again and bring us back to when God um, possessed the founding fathers and had them write the Constitution. 
and the Declaration of Independence. Or he just likes the idea of submissive women. No, he he likes he's a Christian. He likes God. Sure. That's why he voted for Trump. Fact, he likes Trump. Fact, he's a Christian. <laughs> Moving on. Yep. Kanye West. He's a rapper, right? That's what we know him for. Supposedly. Yeah, he's a rapper. He wrote Not the that song I've looked at him. God's Plan. Dude. Okay, God's Plan Dude. is is a First of all, it says God in the name. Christian. Also, basically, it's a it's a song about haters. We'll play a clip from it. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. Anything you guys want in the store is free, so oh, grab whatever you guys want. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story, shit was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. Yeah, see? It's basically a psalm. He's basically the modern-day King David. Fact. Kanye West wrote God's plan. Fact, he's a Christian. You know, Maria, that was a pretty good song. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Drake did it. Oh, that, uh, I, that, you know what? Google that's not, it. that's not important. That's not important. It's very important. I... Deconstruction. <laughs> okay, okay, look, uh, anyway, uh, okay, but, okay, uh, Gold Digger. His song, Gold Digger? Fact. It's actually about Ruth and Boaz. No, it's not. I can't play it on this podcast because we'd have to bleep everything out. Oh, Lord. But, fact, Kanye West is a Christian. Fact. Fact. Facts. Facts. And apparently Drake is too, so, fact. What do you think? Have I convinced you? Nope. Maybe he just likes Trump. Because Trump, look, you can't like Trump and not be a Christian. That's all I'm saying. If you like Trump, then you're a Christian, you know what, and you Maria? can't be a Christian and not like Trump. I must not be a Christian. Yeah, you're not. Because I don't. We like all know Trump. that. That's true. You I'm deconstructed sorry. too much. And I would have voted for Trump. Trump is but not I do a Christian. Not like. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand back. So uh, those were our segments. Mm-hmm. I think How do you like good. them? Yeah. I think that was pretty good. Now we got to talk about kids say oh. the darndest things. Yep. So a little backstory here. I'm a preschool teacher. Um, helper. That's it. Assistant teacher. Whatever. Shh. You're not helping. Sorry. <laughs> I work at a preschool. No, because <laughs> you're the helper. I work at a preschool <laughs> with a lot of kids. I work with like five and six-year-olds mostly, some four-year-olds. Um, and the other day I saw this trailer. There was a show back in, like, the, uh, like, 70s called Kids Say the Darndest Things. And what they do is, like, film kids being interviewed and, like, the audience. Yeah. They It was basically just, like, here's some funny things kids said. Kind of like America's Funniest Home Videos. I like that show. Um, or thing. YouTube video. And I have <laughs> just, um... Uh, just come across a trailer for the new iteration of the show. I never watched the 
the old one. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's uh let's take a look and then we'll talk about it. Or she looks sound funny. <laughs> sounds <Jeez>. funny. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Lily's a I'm racism racist, aside. <laughs> apparently. This conceit of this show is uh, kids are funny. They say stupid things and they don't know anything. Isn't that ageism? Okay, Ooh. Lily, I'm being serious. Ageist. Okay, okay, so I'm kids sorry. do say... Stu- Let me start over. Kids, kids do say stupid things. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know why kids say stupid things? Kids say stupid things because they're kids. And they haven't learned how to piece together the uh, world yet. You're talking... So, for an example... With my class, to yes, yes. With my class on abstract. Friday, we were talking about squirrels, and I was explaining like they're nutty. So we were talking about what do squirrels do? They we're you know mm-hmm. that's how kids learn about by like observing and pointing out things. So right. we were making a list of like things squirrels do. So we were talking about acorns and what they do with acorns. the The point I was trying to get to was that squirrels, when they bury their nuts, they forget where they are, and then those acorns sometimes grow into trees. And that's mm. a way that trees can grow. Pretty cool. Yeah. So I was trying to get to that, but I was building up from um, more like an easier place yeah. to understand. So I said, like, oh, you know, when you when you go home, when your mom comes home with groceries, what do you do with your groceries? And they're like, oh, you put them away. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, where, where are some places? Do you put them all in one place or do you put them in different places? Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, you put them in different places. And so we were talking about the different places that you put your groceries. And they said, you know, your cabinets, your freezer, your fridge. Mm-hmm. One girl said the floor because <laughs> she was confused. And that's like, you, you know, you put yeah. groceries on the floor when you first come in. Exactly. So, um, you that's know, cute. and I was like, yeah, you put them on the floor and then you put them away, right? And she's like, oh, yeah. And then I was saying, that's squirrels do that with their acorns, too. They don't put them all in one place. They'll put them in different places. Mm-hmm. And then one kid from the back goes, it's like it's like if you put your groceries in the toilet. And he was actually, it's kind, <laughs> it is funny. It was funny. It was cute. And I was confused of, like, why he was thinking of that. Yeah. But I found out that his mom had explained to him uh-huh. that... Sometimes animals, when they eat stuff, they'll poop out the seeds. Yeah. And the seeds will grow into plants or trees. Wow, intelligent guy then. Exactly. Yeah. He was like, he had like pieced all this together. Wow. And that's not really what squirrels do. But right. still, like he had put all this together. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just thinking like, I was like, wow, that was really, he was really, yeah. even though he kind of had the wrong idea, like he was yeah. right, made a really very like big kid connection Snap. there. Yeah. And it just made me, like, I was thinking about it, and I just got so angry at this show. Because it's like, mm. I what what kind of teacher would I be if when that kid had said that, I had, like, just laughed at him? Yeah. I would be a horrible yep. teacher. If I'm doing that, I shouldn't be a teacher. Yeah. That's not what you do with kids, with if they're your kids or anyone. That's not what you should do. Like, you might right. laugh at it a little bit, but you shouldn't be like, ah, isn't that funny, laugh everybody? That's yeah. so funny. Like, yeah. no, you need to, like, talk. Even And even when the girl said, like, where, I was saying, where do we put groceries? And they were listing off places, and she said, on the floor. Uh-huh. You know, like, that's not something to laugh off either because maybe her mom does put groceries on the floor. Yeah. Obviously doesn't put them away, but like the way kids learn is by conversations like that. Exactly. I would be an awful teacher if I did this stuff. And so I think 
I just, this show makes me so angry mm. because it's like taking these kids and just like talking to them. And I think yeah. she like, she talks to them like most of the time it's like she's just having a conversation with them and it's not, there's right. not anything wrong with what she's like talking to them about. Right. But then like the part where when she finally gets them to like say something dumb because they don't know any better because they're a kid, Aww, everyone yeah. just laughs at them. Yeah. And like doing it in front of an audience of, like, this kid just talking. Like, imagine how confused those kids must be. That's true. Like, I just said something yeah. that I thought and everyone laughed at me. And they might think that is a good thing or they might not, like, I don't know. Like, who knows how that's going to affect them. That probably... Yeah, they might internalize it. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's so awful and disgusting. Like, why... Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I think when you put it like that, that's pretty awful. Why, why are we doing this? Like, why are we doing this? Because it's important to, to make a statement for people that can't stand up for themselves. And when you're a kid, you're yeah. innocent and you cannot no, why, Yeah, why are they making yourself? the show? That's what I don't get. Like, you know, it drives me up the wall. Like, literally, kids say the darndest things. That's my life. It's ages. Except I'm actually, like, helping them learn. Yeah. And some of the time it's not a stupid thing. It's just you don't understand because you're not a kid and you don't. Right. get how their brain works you know it's interesting um yeah a lot of my classes talk about like discussionary methods of education and like actually talking yeah. things through and interacting as a group to establish concepts in our minds even as like college students yeah and so uh yeah i think it's really sad when it's it's in our education system and it's even in our media to make fun and, of like, kids yeah, and for, like, for just speaking their yeah. minds and saying, yeah. instead giving of, their opinion. Instead of like, yeah. and it's not even, it's like more insidious than just making fun of somebody. It's like, we're not, it's well, like it's changing them. Yeah. Even. And it's not like, it's not like making fun of them. It's like, it's I don't think people are laughing them yeah. mean spirited. It's like, oh, isn't that funny? Kids yeah. are funny. They're like, oh, it's cute. It's yeah. Like, and it's like. It it's don't not know any cute. better. Like that's yeah. how they, like it's how it they might process. Look, it's how they things. process things, yeah. and you're supposed to help them as an adult. That's your job. Yeah. And like, what the, what the hell kind of parents are putting? I'm sorry, I'm going to bleep that out. Yeah. Are putting? She said a no their, no word. No no. <laughs> putting their kids on this show. Yeah. Like that's almost as bad as Dance Moms. Maybe even worse than Dance Moms because these kids are little. Yeah. These are little kids. Yeah. And they're That's like show point. ponies. And their parents are signing the forms. I hate that yeah. so much. That is and really like sad. and they're just normal everyday kids, you know. Yeah. Like well, they I don't know about that. They might be like Holly uh, who knows. Maybe. Parents like if you're listening to this and you're a parent and you have a little kid and you want to put them on something like this, don't do that. And like even people posting on social media yeah. stuff with their kids like it's also comparative, too. Yeah. Just, like... It drives me up the wall. Like, don't exploit your kids in that way. Don't, like... Especially what they're saying, you know? A kid can get trapped... Yes. ...in that because now we have social media. And once yeah. it's out there, it's out yep. there forever, especially with something as well-known as this show. Yeah. And so they can relive that a lot, I was I think. Yeah, I was lucky enough to be surrounded by adults in my life who asked me like who would talk through those thought processes with me yeah like I don't specifically remember any times I'm sure if I thought about it I could but like when I talk to my mom now like she'll say oh you used to think that 
you used to say like some something yeah. and it, I found out like we I asked you about it and I found out it was because xyz so like I was lucky enough to have parents who went to the effort of like trying to mm-hmm. understand why I was thinking the things I was thinking and try to help me um scaffold into like yeah. correct processing and like this is so against ugh, every like educational good thing yeah like yeah i also just finished the mr rogers biography so i think oh, i'm a little interesting oh it was really good but i think i'm a little like mm-hmm. this is like everything that he was against in mm. children's programming cool like he was all about explaining things right. and talking and listening and helping kids yeah. understand in a way that made sense to them yeah this is like i've heard so much about I, that like I haven't. It, it, it's sad yeah. that he died anyway like but i kind of wish he was alive now and could say something about this because i feel like people would listen to him people aren't gonna listen to me because first of all who listens to this podcast anyway um shout out to all our beloved listeners thank all you. four of you thank you thanks and our growing audience yeah <laughs> um but forward this to as many people as possible in an email preferably a chain email you know or facebook <laughs> um yeah i just i can't it stresses me out don't watch the show don't support the show be don't, just don't yeah mm. that's all don't I make fun of people don't make fun of kids yeah. if kids says a, if kids say a stupid thing talk with them about it even if it ends yeah. up that they it's not some big smart thing like that they put piece a and piece b together but skipped a few steps like just talk with them about it because that's how kids learn and as adults we have a responsibility to i mean especially for girls i think too yeah yeah like girls internalize that a lot and uh boys make fun of girls and a lot of things like we watched a youtube video in communications recently and they were saying like run like a girl and so the girls like Oh, yeah, I've seen that, that video, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, by Pant... No, like, some... Pantene yeah. or Dove or something. Yeah, yeah, it's actually probably Secret or something. Secret? Yeah. I probably... It's it's something like that. Yeah, I, I've but, seen yeah. the video. Run like a girl through, like... Yeah, yeah. like, it's we a, have a lot of stereotypes and images. Internalized and misogyny. Yeah. Yep. Not good, and I think, yeah. I... I it's... <sighs> yeah. I don't yeah. get it. I don't know why kids are so, like, <sighs> revered or yeah. put on a pet, like, in a weird way. Yeah. It's, like, it's just stupid to me, and I hate it, and we need yeah. to stop. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, a great note to end the episode on. Um, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? I am starving. I think we need to make dinner. Starving. All right, well... Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll talk at you next week. And I think next week we're going to be talking about Halloween. Yay! I mean, ooh, ooh spooky. All right, peace.